Welcome to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. Yara is the global leader in crop nutrition knowledge and a producer of quality fertilizer products. Grow the future with Yara. Hello again, I'm Ken Rundle and I'm with Yara's country grassland specialist, Philip Gosgrave. Philip, we're going to talk about autumn grazing extending the season, but it strikes me that while that would be straightforward enough in a normal year, what's facing many farmers just now is anything but normal. In the UK, Midlands and the South, they're parched, while even in Wales, the north of England and much of Scotland, rainfall has been less than average. What's your take on things? I think it might be a luxury for some farmers to be thinking about um, you know, grass in, in, in October and, and November, but it's certainly very much from both um, the islands of Britain and Ireland, um, you know, the north and, and, and northwest seem to be um, in, a, in a slightly better position than the, than the south and, and, and east. You know, there are a lot of farmers feeding forage at the moment where they should be grazing grass or they should be, um, you know, conserving more forage to get them through the winter months. And I guess we would hope that, um, you know, this drought in many parts would end soon. But um, yeah, at, at presently, like when at, at, at this time, it doesn't look it doesn't look that way, but we will um, live in hope that it will that we will get rain. So the idea now is to start to at least think and plan ahead. Uh, so let's look at that situation in more detail. Let's start with those needing more silage in their pits and also those cutting on a daily basis to feed indoor herds. What's your advice there? Well, I guess on with with there will be farmers um, on on silage systems that will be looking at, I suppose, the third cuts and fourth cuts, um, and those cuts in in places in areas where. Um, you know, there's a drought or where there's a, been a lack of rain. Some of those crops will be looking very scraggy at the moment. Um, and a decision may need to be taken to, you know, basically go in and, and, and take that, um, those, you know, those covers off. You know, they may not be anywhere near the, 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 the quality and the, the yields that would normally be um, seen in those, you know, third or four cuts, depending on the, your cutting interval. But it might be no harm going in. And, and, you know, starting, um, you know, cutting them and, you know, starting with, with, a, with a clean base again. And, you know, we just we hope then that, um, you know, we'll get some rain, but there will, there sh- you know, the, I guess when, if it does rain, um, you know, those particular, you know, after cuts should be, um, you know, should be starting from a clean base and the quality should be there. And you would hope that we would get a kind of a rebound in grass growth rates after a considerable period of, of low grass growth and that, that low grass growth because we would normally see that in other years where there's a drought um, and then when we do receive rain we get a kind of a bounce in, in, in grass growth. And then we move on to those facing real drought who are in very short of granny grass at all at the moment and where the grass must be absolutely stressed. Yeah and that's I suppose leading on to the previous uh, you know, question, Ken, I suppose I should have added that, um, yeah, a lot of reasons why the grass is, is very scraggy at the moment is because it's under stress, it's under water stress. Um, and for those that are um, very short of grass, you know, particularly, well, there can be farmers who are, you know, conserving more grass than, than grazing grass. But for those grazing grass, um, I suppose it's important to, um, you know, basically to to reduce demand in whatever way it can be, whether it's, you know, drying, whether it's removing, um, you know, cows kind of, instead of taking cows off normally in September, cull cows off, maybe it's worthwhile removing them cows earlier. 
um, supplementing with with other forage, whether it's silage that has been made earlier on, um, or whether it's feeding more feeding more concentrate. But it's a it's 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 important that I suppose if you're looking at, at figures that you kind of keep the the average farm cover um, at above five hundred, um, and that's kind of using kind of the the, the Irish terms or otherwise kind of two thousand uh, kgs of of um, dry matter per hectare. Because if you kind of fall below that, then um, I suppose you're 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 going to slow down the the um, the rate of of recovery when we do get um, an increase in grass growth. So I suppose um, it's important. I suppose and and similarly with those farmers who are measuring grass and they're you know generally we would like to see a wedge. And it's important to kind of keep a wedge still um, um, on farms, even though you know grass is at um, you know on very low your experience very low grass growth rates probably probably below 35 kgs per day um, but it's important to maintain that wedge anyway and that will help then um you know speed up um you know the the supply of grass when when um you know when conditions in, improve but for them a lot of it's going to be alternative sources of feed and alternative sources of fodder and which is it's going to be in short supply wherever anybody's looking yes and that's you know, feeding, you know, they're, they're, you know, some farmers will be, you know, or would have taken out excess paddocks or excess fields in, in you know, earlier on in the year. Um, and that certainly is, is, is being put to good use now. But, you know, there does come a point where you start maybe eating into, um, you know, your winter forage um, supply. And that's where I think, you know, farmers need to be very careful and keep it monitor um forage levels and i guess um you know a lot of farmers will have have, have maize and, and maize will is isn't um is is going to come on stream as well later on um in the end of september october but it's important i suppose to, to be monitoring those crops as well and that if those crops are are feeling the the, the heat at the moment um you know it's it's probably uh, a good idea to start kind of planning for that maybe a reduction in 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 maize yields by looking for alternative forages in the meantime because what you don't want to be stuck with is you don't want to be realizing in in october time that you need more forage um and then have to go to then go and source it then and then we've got the group that under normal season would be most for most people um those doing okay i suppose what should their approach be and that'll cover what a fair bit of the west of great britain and uh, uh, presumably the republic and the north of ireland is still you know you, you've been getting a reasonable supply of top-ups of rain so uh, these folk are in a better better position yes and this is where um those you know i suppose the the advice of those farmers is to start looking for um that have got you know decent growth rates still that they can or basically growth rates kind of at demand or a bit above um, demand that, um, you know, they can start thinking about, um, you know, October and November. So basically building um, grass supply um, over the months of October and September for to, to basically keep cows at grass or keep animals at grass in October and November. And I guess that's, you know, looking at, I suppose, building grass covers we, we typically would like to be grazing covers of of you know 1500 kgs per hectare or i suppose we can we could say 3000 kgs per hectare if you're in, in in the uk 
but now we can start building those covers um you know up to you know building the rotation length then that it can extend the rotation length by a day or two every week up until september but you'd hope then that by you know mid-september um that you could be grazing covers of equivalent to 3,700 in, 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 in UK terms. Uh, two main purposes, I suppose, of building covers is to extend the grazing season, you know, from, you know, into late November, if at all possible. But then you're looking with one eye then on, you know, providing um, grass then, um, you know, for the start of spring for when, um, you know, when, you know, cows calve, putting them straight out to grass. We'll come back to that in a minute, but we haven't looked at nutrition in detail so far. I suppose those with slurry can use any benefits from its liquid content, but others perhaps should be holding back? Um, well, really, I suppose for those that are experiencing, um, you know, drought conditions and, and growth rates are below 35 kgs a day, well, then our on the grass looks, you know, physically stressed. Well, then basically we, there's, there's no point in applying um you know nitrogen on those paddocks i suppose we could say if farmers have got um very like dirty water soiled water that is a, a great you know that that is something that can be applied um at the, at this time of the year and it will it will work very well but you know for farmers that are experiencing a drought at the moment and low growth rates we would we you know we would like to stop any nitrogen applications because basically the, the the limiting factor here is is moisture not um the lack of nitrogen and also when we do when when those farms receive rain um you know there will be a lot of um soil end release from that rain um together with i suppose a build-up of n that probably might have been over applied previous to that so there's probably no shortage of nitrogen there for when grass growth do, does pick up and that's where we'd like to, you know, there's probably after, after I suppose, a, a, a grazing, then probably a suitable kind of uh, rate of N would be somewhere between 15 and 20 kgs of N per hectare. So um, because we do, there will be a lot of pent up nitrogen in the soil there after this, after this dry period. For those, I suppose, where, you know, things as normal that are, you know, that, that have got good grass growth rates, um, you know, I suppose the the you know for for many jurisdictions there will be a cut off of the middle of September that nitrogen can't be applied after that after that period, but there's kind of good reason for that and that you know the actual return if if we're growing grass in 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 August and September we can grow that we can you know a kg of nitrogen will grow you more grass in in August and the early part of September than it will in late December and October so it makes sense then to actually be um, make sure that that um, Pad, that that paddocks receive enough nitrogen in this August September time to grow that grass so that it can be banked and fed out then in um, in October and November in that last rotation. We've mentioned this before, but when do we actually draw the line for 2022 and start focusing on what's needed for 2023? Uh, it can't be easy because obviously winter fodder is in short supply. And as you've already said, that there's a lot of farmers will keep stock on as late as they possibly can. But when when's the cutoff as far as you're concerned? Well, we'd, if, if I guess um, even even for those farms that are that, that may not be able to build covers at the moment, it's still worthwhile putting a plan in place for when um, grass 
growth does improve. But for those that are that are planning for it now, I guess um, it's really, a, I, I guess, that last rotation and finishing up um, beginning to close off paddocks from, um, you know, from October onwards. Um, and those are the paddocks then that you would hope that there would be some regrowth over the winter months to provide a level of grass then for um, early spring. So what you don't want to do is you don't want to kind of, um, you know, start closing up paddocks um, late. And that basically means that you have, a, you have less of a, a period for that those paddocks to recover and to provide some sort of uh, decent cover then um, for cows to graze then or, or livestock to graze then in February as, as calving begins. So really it's your, your, it's one eye on, on the spring even at this stage, but I guess you would be hoping that um, the, the, those paddocks that are be beginning to be closed up and not grazed after the 1st of October, there's that kind of 60-40 rule. Um, but that, you know, that those paddocks are the drier paddocks, the paddocks that are maybe around the, the um, that are more accessible around the, the actual milking parlor and the farmyard. Um, and, you know, so pretty much, I guess, by, have, by having, uh, you know, those particular paddocks, it means that those paddocks are likely to be drier, um, you know, and will be easier grazed then come February time when maybe soil conditions are a little bit more challenging. But I, just to add, Ken, I suppose I didn't add in the last question is that now is a good time to be looking at P and K takeoffs over the course of the year um, and on some farms just to do a calculation on what, you know, if, if paddocks were removed for silage, well, obviously that will draw, have a bigger, um, you know, it's likely that potash reserves will fall in those paddocks. Um, and now is the time to just go through paddocks. You know, if, I think on, on AgriNet or whether it's pasture base in Ireland that's been used, I think there's a facility there to look back at that. And then it's, you know, whether you're using, whether you're topping up P and K using slurry or whether it's um, mineral P and K, now is a good time to be looking at that to, um, you know, put your soils in a good place for, um, for 2023. Well, there have been more variables than usual with this topic in this season, but is it possible for you to give some bullet points for key points to things for farmers to remember? Well, the first thing would be for farmers basically keep a close eye on on, on forage stocks, um, particularly those that are, are feeding a lot of um, silage at the moment. Um, because there's, you know, knowing that and knowing what's required and what the stocks are and what's being fed out every day, then you can kind of um, plan for um, any deficits that may happen over the, the, the following months. And that, you know, allows farmers to maybe purchase forage at this stage of the year. Um, I suppose the other thing would be um, fertilization. Don't get caught up in, in if grass is not growing, it's more than likely it's, it's soil moisture deficit. Hold off on applications and, you know, when grass does start growing, you know, don't over apply because it's, it's pretty much it's, it will be a waste because there'll be pent up nitrogen, uh, soil nitrogen supply there. And I suppose the third one for farmers that are that have that are probably in a better place with regards to grass growth, it's you know start building up covers over the next number of weeks. Um, start extending the the rotation length out to you know thirty days by by um, early September, and start you know I suppose thinking of extending that season out to October and November, um, and hopefully then that we'll get uh, you know 
good weather that will allow us to graze those, um, you know, get, a, get, a, get that last rotation in in October, November. Then with an eye, obviously, with um, keeping grass growth there or keeping, keeping a, a proportion of the farm then ready for um, closing it early and having it ready there for, for early spring. Philip Cosgrave, this has been a tricky topic to summarise, but you've done a great job. Thank you. And let's hope that in the near future, we'll all get more rain in the right places at the right time. The tourists have had a good go, and it's time the food producers had their fair share from the weather gods. I'm Ken Rundle, and I'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. Speak to you then. Thanks for listening to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. For more information, visit yara.co.uk or yara.ie.